Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Football Fan Rush Radio. Happy Game Day Sunday and welcome to Week 15. I am your host, Cass. I've got your co-host, Mike, on the line, and we have so much to talk about with the drama going on in the NFC North. Mike, good morning. What is going on? Um, man, um, yeah. Uh, why is there still a three-team race in the NFC North? I, why are a lot of things going on in the NFC North? <laughs> My goodness. This is a shock. Uh, all right, let's start with the, we'll address that question in a few moments, but we're going to start with this drama, a.k.a. Bears yes. uh, quarterback controversy. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, let me start off by saying there's no one on this planet that would have been upset if, Josh McCown started because he earned a position. Even Jay Cutler fans would have said, okay, he's earned it, he's done well. There are tons of national pundits that are basically mad that Jay Cutler's starting. My personal opinion is Josh McCown has done good enough to start. But my opinion also is get over it. They've already decided Jay Cutler's starting. Time to move past it because there's an. And see, and I can, I can, but I, I can understand like why so many fans are in an uproar, and the, one of the biggest reasons, and and I mean I agree with you, he is the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears, and football players get injured, so you should always have a good backup. And I'm, I'm kind of saying that because I'm hoping like somebody somewhere in the Bears defenses coordinator, so they're listening to that, but. Fans lost so much trust when Jay rushed to come back from his initial injury. So I've been, I feel like I've been in war rooms for the last four days with, with so many Bears fans. They're upset. They understand that he is the franchise's starting quarterback. They understand that. But when he rushed himself back and just and realized, I don't think I could do this, and it cost them the game. I mean, they just, they, they've lost the trust in him, and they felt comfortable. They like what they see from Josh McCown. We're still in a three-headed race where the Bears could pull away. Why kill that chemistry right now? Like, right now. Like, if we make it to the playoffs and you throw Jay in there, that's cool. And that's what I've gotten from so many different Bears fans when they're looking at it from a fan standpoint. They're like, we're right on the heels of the Lions. We don't think the Green Bay is going to catch us, so yeah, why so that, kill the chemistry? Why do what you did a few games ago and, and possibly And ironically, that game, was, ironically that game was against the Lions, and if they'd, have put, if they'd have pulled Josh McCown a quarter earlier, we might possibly be Might have pulled it off. The Lions did seven, not look good. The Lions did not look great in that game. They looked amazing the first yeah, time. Calvin Johnson looked good, there, and that was about it. But they did not. Right, they did not look good in that game, so that was a complete advantage as opposed to a division sweep. 
And it's just us but see that bear stands to the fullest. And I'm not even going to disagree with that, but the problem is many of the people that are questioning Jay Cutler starting are not questioning Jay Cutler. They're questioning Mark Tressman. If you question Jay Cutler for that reason, that's completely and utterly fine. But Mark Tressman is the one that's starting Jay Cutler. Because Mark Tressman could have taken the attitude, yeah, you weren't ready that time. We're going to go with Josh McCown this time. I also believe one of the advantages of starting Cutler is, let's say Cutler doesn't look good. He has another bullet in the chamber, a.k.a. Josh McCown. He and that, that's true, but no one even wants to see that being risked right now. People just want the Bears to go in and get it done. We're in week 15. They want to go in and get it done. And we're, we'll talk about why, and the Lions are basically the reason why, and the fact that yes. they're almost a team can't be trusted. So people don't want the, oh, if Jay Cutler messes up, we have McCown. They feel like McCown's got this flow. He's been killing. I mean, look at Alshon Jeffrey's numbers. He's able to even still right. find him. Right, and see, that's it. That's happy the, with that, what they're seeing, and they feel like, why stop that? Why stop it right now? We're in week 15. As a as a Bears fan, that you just said the one thing that, that has me afraid of Cutler being in. Cutler has a security blanket named Brandon Marshall. Josh McCown's yeah. security blanket. Josh McCown's security blanket was also on Jeffrey. And well, and, and, literally, you can say that. Like, yes, that probably is the top go-to for him. But just if you look at the stats and the numbers, I mean, what I even it started to make me rethink the O line because now I'm all of a sudden seeing Matt Forte become Matt Forte again, and not like yeah, that dude was hot last year. Like he's breaking through holes. Even when he has to find Brandon Marshall, those are quality first downs. That's a lot of yards. Like, he hit Brandon Marshall for six completions against the Cowboys, and that was almost 100 yards. Like, he, he is taking advantage of every offensive weapon he has. It's not just the Jays-Brandon Marshall show. And, and fans and a couple pundits, they're, they're seeing this. So, it's, that's, it's oh, my gosh, it's really been – like an uproar, I, I thought somebody had like had like free food at like Albertsons or something. I was like, "What's going on? What do you, why is?" I mean, the, I could get in or out of chat rooms for like the battles were unreal, and fans are nervous because it is week fifteen. I mean, fans should be nervous, not even just because it's week fifteen. We are going up against a real team, uh, whether you like the history of the Browns mm-hmm. or not. The Browns took the Patriots to the brink of almost losing. The Browns weren't playing around when they went up against uh, the golden boy Tom Brady. So they really aren't going to mess around when they go up against the Bears. Their they defense are, is. Their defense is for real. They, yeah. They're number seven overall in defense and I think number four in rush defense. Come on now. They are they are here and they're for real. Oh my goodness. They really are. So that's it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a battle with their defense being very, very strong. The Bears with McCown he 
we saw just a resurge in the Bears' offense. So people are nervous because Cutler hasn't gotten those reps. He hasn't built up that, that chemistry. So they're, they're very, very, very nervous. So I understand why this is almost split down the middle because then again, Jay Cutler is the starting quarterback for the team. He is the leader. So it's, it's so I, I kind of I have an opinion, but I understand both sides. I, I truly understand both sides. And once again, I don't know if this is the game Cutler should return, and I definitely did not think or feel that he should have returned in the Lions game to hope to propel his team to, to beat the Lions so that it wouldn't be a division sweep, and we saw what happened. And, again, the Browns and the defense. So hopefully – See, I, I, I don't <laughs> – I think Jeff Cutler should have returned in that game against the Lions for more than one reason, but I don't, I don't think that this is a bad game for him to return because, in all honesty, I think playing next week in the national game against Philadelphia would have been an even worse game to return. So if he's going to return, return now. So uh, that, that's that. That's that. Uh, if he's going to return, return now. Uh, now, what I would be worried about is let's say Cutler does look bad. Will Tressman have the the gumption to pull Cutler <laughs> much than earlier than he did before? Yes. 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 See, that yeah. to me, that's to me what will be important because had he pulled Cutler quicker, and he even admitted, I wanted to pull him. I just left him in longer. If he had pulled Cutler quicker, we might be talking about the Bears in first place at eight and five instead of seven, tied seven and six, tied losing seven the tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, so that's to me what will be important. It, this will come down to to and people won't even be mad at Tressman if if Cutler does bad, but he pulls him at the right amount of time. If he pulls them too late again, that's where people will crucify him because people will get over pulling color, having the full color. Like, yeah, color wasn't ready. Uh, we should have stayed with Jasper McCown. If he pulls them in the right amount of time, no big deal. If he if he stays with them for too long, that's when people will will begin to question Mark Tressman. But we have to talk about this Bears versus uh, Browns matchup. We it, do. It is. I mean, literally, the Bears have the best receiving core, but you cannot count Josh Gordon out. He is sick. He has over 1,400 yards without Mm -hmm. playing the first two games. That's without playing the first two games. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to say, I I, I personally believe all Sean I can the Bears even do anything to... with him, though? Like, the, the defense right. is just... Mm. Oh, gosh. Because literally, our secondary is... Oh, whew. The Bears' secondary is, is really suspect. you got Zach Bowman playing for Charles Tillman. That's not a good trade-off. And... Chris Conti had a good game against the against against the Cowboys, but that was because we were playing the Cowboys. 
our secondary or the Bears secondary is not so great. And, oh, gosh, we we can't – I honestly believe if this becomes a shootout, the Bears have the advantage, but it, it, it is – oh, gosh. This is going to be a matchup. It's going to be a matchup. Uh, our running backs, I think we win the running back battle. And that's only because Wilson Negehi isn't uh, well, young anymore. Well, I think I think we will win. I think the Bears would win the running back battle if maybe McCown was in there because he seems to. I don't know what he does, but he's also revitalized Matt Forte. So I don't. I don't know. And of course they. I they will agree that Matt Forte so seems look, to run better with McCown in there. Yes, he does. He he really does. I don't know. It's um their defense is, is pretty serious and their offense is not too shabby either. They were really underestimated going into the season by a lot of people. They they were. The Browns really were. But I mean I they were they underestimated there today. But also it took it took the Browns a while to figure out who their who should their starting Q B be. They probably still don't know. You know, it's kind of game to game with them. <laughs> <laughs> but Jason Campbell seems to be doing well. Jason Campbell seems to be doing well. Um, and I hope Jason Campbell, like, finishes the season because every time I look at stat reports, I'm like, I'm so confused. Who did what? <laughs> so, I mean, dude, literally. But I, I, I was one of the people that either, and I won't say I fully underestimated the Browns, but um, they were a little bit of a shocker, so – you you can't you really can't sleep on them. You can't take any team for granted, which is why we'll be talking about the Lions in a minute or two. Yeah. So with this, yeah. So um, with so with this matchup, it's it's going to be a, I believe that it's going to be a pretty tough game for the Bears. We're going to watch Jay Cutler get back into the swing of things. I don't know. I, I want I want to see the offense take advantage. Is of of as many chances as they get to score, but like we did mention, the Browns come to play and their defense does not let up. So we'll have to see how this one plays out. I really will. I, I can't. I, I, I almost pr- don't even want to pick the Bears because I don't know what's going to go on. I mean, I, I think the Bears. I I don't say they they won't win this one convincingly. But I don't think this was going to be a score that's going to be like a three-point win. I think the Bears win this by like a touchdown. So you really think the Bears can pull it off? Yeah. I don't know. This is not I going to be. This is not yet. going to be. This is not going to be a blowout on either side. But I believe the Bears have more to win and more to lose in this game, and that's usually that's usually my deciding factor, isn't it? The team with the most yeah, win or lose—that—that's the team I usually roll with. So it is. I, but um, I swear, and, and I'm, I have a lot I'm looking at—I'm looking at this injury report, and it's hilarious. First of all, everybody knows Jay Cutler's the starting quarterback. He's still listed as just probable. <laughs> uh, but Jay Cutler and Dan Briggs are the only are, are the only two people on the Bears injury report. Uh, the Browns injury report reads like a roster sheet. Mhm. And it, it, it just, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. 
It's, it is. It's, it's, it's pretty. pretty it's as a matter of fact, Willis McGahey isn't even playing today. He's listed as out. This is a roster sheet. All right, go, wow. go ahead. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you got Cameron Jordan, Tank Carter, uh-huh. Reed Frangle, Marcus Gray, John Greco, DeQuell uh-huh. Jackson, yeah, Paul Kruger. And I this still is don't feel too long of a list. I mean, this the list was even longer for the Packers last week, and look what happened. I mean, but see, the interesting thing about how long this list is, only three of these people are listed as out. And that's Andre Smith, Andre, Louis McGinney, yeah. and uh, John Greco. The rest of this list, they're all playing because they're all listed as probable. They're all listed as probable. To me, I don't start to worry until a person is at, at doubtful because questionable seems to still play. <laughs> but with this, um, I don't know if I can actually select the Bears right now. And I know we're going to have okay, to move you, on to the Lions. Yeah, I know, you, I know the yeah, Bears you never, have a lot to You never want to select the Bears. But I have, and they won. I have. Yeah, you, you selected the Bears there. against 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 the Dallas Cowboys. That's the only time you selected the Bears. No, I picked them before. But did you even select the Bears against the Cowboys? Yeah, I definitely did not know. I, I did not select the Cowboys. Oh, No. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I would pick the Seahawks before I pick the Cowboys, and you know that says a lot coming from me, even though they are yeah, playing a whole lot. football. And I am you, proud you, you, of them. The only person that's on the Seahawks still, you seem to like is Richard Sherman. I love Richard. That's the only person you seem to okay, like, so, and you consider yeah. him the dirtiest player I like ever. Them all. You like him. No, I and I love I love watching him. Like I could just watch him play all day. Like I love it. Like, I laugh when he hits people. I'm like, oh, my God, that's that's terrible. Like, I get popcorn and watch it. So we're going to move right along. Cause I, don't, I don't have – I don't have – I just really I – I really sort of feel the, the Browns can pull this out, but I don't know. I know you're going with the Bears. So we're going to swing over to a team that has, like, lost everyone's trust. It's, it's almost like a bad child that tells you I'll never do it again. Like for the tenth time, you're like, you know, that's it. I just, I can't. You're not. They didn't cry the wolf. And the, I mean, the, we gonna change. We gonna change that thing. The boy who cried wolf to the team that cried lion. That was because I mean, they. I had so many high hopes <laughs> for the lions at the beginning of the season. I think I, I mean, was like one of the lions' I'm, biggest cheerleaders. I'm, but wow. The lions by I far are. The Lions by far are the most talented team in the NFC North. Yeah, they are the in most our division, they team. truly are. They they are the most talented team. Now, uh, they should be as they should have been about let's say nine and four, ten and three, right about. Yeah, now. they should definitely be two to two and a half, three games over. Like they they should be a lot further in this NFC North division race. I don't. I, the Lions have allowed teams to get back in this race. They lose to Tampa Bay. They lose to the Steelers. And who else did you say they that that game last week was just nope, every game counts. Don't, nope, no, 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 no. Every game counts. I can't get mad at last week. Vikings, nobody wants to hear that. Every game counts, and they lost. <laughs> I mean, but and like you said in one, one of our meetings, who who expects? 
seven inches of snow during the game. Yeah, like at least in this millennium. During the at game. At least in this millennium. That I mean, was, that was a, they played through a lot. I have to give both teams credit. That was a lot. I mean, like even when, you know, we were talking about just, you know, poor Calvin Johnson, like they – I'm so glad that they put his name across the screen. I'm like, who who do look like a – Are you from Snow? Oh, my – yeah, I'm like, oh my god! Like literally, when I first they turned on, when I first turned on Direct TV to just watch all of the games, I swear the only game I could see was like the Bucks in, in the New England game. Like, I'm like, do we have to adjust something? When is it was just that bad? And so I give both teams props for playing through that. I mean, that's 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 the history of football. Yes, I mean, the only person that looked the like game, they were prepared but, to play that game was. Uh, Shading with, the people uh, driving the John Deere to make sure that they were lying, so you knew you knew everything. Oh died. God! Every or that's all. That's the only person you giving credit. The only people they were like, like even in, in, in and I know I'm going to go away. Like even in the Vikings game, when that was the cost, when when he caught the, the pass, he had to look. He was like, "I'm out of bounds." Like how did I know that? Right? <laughs> I was sitting there like, I didn't know he was out of bounds either. Like. Hey, I bet, I, I bet the rest were happy they could see where the footprints were. The rest could see footprints. Like, oh, but you, right you know, there. In, that, in, that, in the Lions game, it was that bad. It was it was really – that was a rough one. Like, it just didn't let up. And you get six to seven inches of snow during the game. But um, – so if you want to give them that, I I won't. But if you want to give them that, you know, um, beyond the fact that – I believe that they could have won that game. Just they've gone from a powerhouse or a, a what would have been a powerhouse in this division to mediocrity, and they've lost a lot of trust. I I do not. And you know, some of Vikings fans, I'm going to say this, but the the play calling, I, I don't. The discipline or lack thereof, the mindset of being of, ready to yeah. play a game. I mean the the. The vanilla play calling, I mean, they're oh so gosh. boring with their play calling. It's ridiculous. It's, I'm it's, sorry. Yeah. And, uh, and I and just don't you have, really trust Matt Stafford. I just don't. It's like I went from, okay, you got this contract, you, you, you're pushing the team, you guys have energy, and now he's like, okay, I'm going to throw this ball. Um, Calvin Johnson should be there. No, he wasn't? Okay. I don't, I don't know, like, <laughs> what happened. I, I, mean, I really, I don't. I, I literally, I, I'm, I'm they, shocked. They, I'm shocked. My whole feeling about it because I just knew this was going to be a competitive and also, division, and I, I thought it would be between them and Green Bay. I understand what happened with and, Green Bay. You just, I mean, also you have to question the sturdiness of their key players. Reggie Bush has not been able to stay healthy all season. Uh, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson, the only reason his numbers are good is because he's Calvin Johnson because he's been injured for different games this season. Um, And you can never trust the sturdiness of your favorite player that you just spoke about in in Matt Stafford. I swear I still call him Mr. Glass from Unbreakable. I think he's going to break every time he drops back. I I literally do think he's going to break every time he drops back. Um, Then you got... Yes, that's what I call him. Because I swear he does not complete it. He's almost as bad as Mike Brown with the Bears. 
does not complete. I mean, the the the, the turnovers, just the everything that I would not expect to see coming from the Lions in the home stretch. I'm seeing, and I don't understand it, and I and I can't find an explanation for it. I don't know where the breakdown is. And literally, while Nick Fairley and uh, and Dominican Sue are not injury prone, they're discipline. They they have a lack of discipline proneness. I mean, literally, yes, the, the referees are calling some calls on them based on their reputation. But at this point, you have to know that's happening. You have to play smarter because you know that's happening. And the and Dominican said he is working on being a better person. And I understand so that, but you don't do that mm-hmm. two or three years too late. Well, you, you know mean, what? Everybody has a different turning point. So okay, and, I, and I'm not even saying you're wrong. I'm saying but that even and Dominic Sue is not even the only one yeah, that's that time. Nick Fairley has though, to grow and, up, too. And, yeah, well, they're working on it. He's working on it. But they, those two aren't the entire team. And honestly, thank goodness for some of the players that they do make, penalty or not, because had they not, I feel like teams would have really run rampant on the Lions. Like I was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause I might have bought into the Steelers game. I, I might, I might have bought into that one, though I, I couldn't. But I might have. But the Bucks. What? I just, I. They, they just, they, they can't be trusted. And honestly, it's a little shifty because I can't even trust the team if they do take the NFC North division. I don't. I can't even trust them in the playoffs. Like they're just not. I would almost. It's gonna hurt coming out of my mouth. I almost feel like the Lions would be happy to make the playoffs. I would almost rather the Bears come out of the division. That just hurt my heart so bad. Uh, But I would. I would almost (laughs) rather the Bears come out of the division because I haven't lost trust in the Bears, and I, I love watching the last few games what they are playing through and what they have to work with, especially with the debacle on their defense. But I just can't, even when the Lions are healthy, I have no idea what happened. I mean, I'm looking at, like you said, these the vanilla plays. Honestly, I feel like all they have are the two biggest storylines on the defense. Sometimes I don't know what's going on with Matt Stafford. Sometimes I feel like he doesn't even trust what he just called walking out of the huddle. Like, I just, I don't, I just don't have it anymore. It's almost like one of the biggest letdowns. Um I well, and I know they're at the top of the barely at the top of the NFC North division, but I I don't know if they want they're if they're honestly ready, and that was something you they're said holding on to the they're I holding on to, to the lead by that, Yeah, well I I didn't you gave them a lot more than I am, and I know they can they can pull away, but then even if they do pull away, just that trust factor Look, I don't know if they're even ready. To, to, to hit the Look at who they would likely play if they if they make the playoffs. Whoever the like NFC the playoffs North North today, win, right? They would. I mean, whoever they end up playing is going to likely be the Carolina Panthers, Panthers, uh, mm. uh, the New Orleans Saints, or or uh, or the San Francisco Forty ers So whoever the NFC North uh, faces is going to be a hard game. And, and based on that, I would trust the Bears to have the best chance to make it out of the first round. But I, I definitely don't trust Detroit to come ready to play. I don't either. 
Well, you know, I and mean, I won't say, and, and that's the only place, like, when we were even having a morning meeting, I don't think the Detroit shows up not ready to play. I just You think the players are ready, happens. but the coaches don't, don't get them, don't, don't keep them ready. Yeah, I I believe they should. I don't think they, I don't think they show up ready to play. I believe they show up ready. Because I'm sorry. Show up ready to play. I just, I, think, I, I do. But like you were mentioning, the discipline level and just that, that focus and the seriousness, like if your leadership is is mediocre, then what do you think they're going to produce? And, and honestly, that's why I don't think they're ready to play. And like literally, ready to play is having a level of leadership, and you're prepared every week. I don't think they are. And with me saying that, that's why I don't think the Lions are ready. And honestly, I think what needs to happen is a regime change. Not even saying that they have a bad head coach. Look at the Bears. I said this about the Bears in the last few years, and I said this, and I think I said this earlier this season about Detroit. Not a bad coach. It's just you just need a different voice in the room just to in, in, infuse some fire in the team. Lovey Smith wasn't a bad coach. I said it in the meeting yeah. as well. Had Lovey Smith solved the offensive coordinator puzzle, he'd still be the head coach of the Bears. He just never could solve the offensive coordinator puzzle. Because among other things, to, right? Well, we want. He had other issues that I didn't like about him. Uh, and most of it is related to confidence within himself and 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 being strong enough with his own decisions. Uh, but that's a whole different story that we could do a whole podcast around. But uh, I literally think if you get a different coaching staff, and I'm not talking one or two people, I'm talking about a regime change in Detroit, the way the Bears got with their coaching staff, I bet you Detroit will wake up and kick some butt, kick some tail. I would I would love to see Detroit wake up because this is probably one of the most talented teams they've had in in a while. I mean, they've and they've come a long way. It, it wasn't it wasn't that many years ago that the Lions went zero and sixteen. Now, if you even remember that, it's been what four years. years four, yeah. So I don't know about them coming out on top of this division and just being focused enough to make it to and even out of the first round. I'm heartbroken. And the matchup that they have today still makes me nervous because they are going up against well, they play a team tomorrow, that... Monday night fun. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. They they are going up against a team that um, it's playing for something. I still have my questions about, but, yeah, they're, they're, they're fighting. So this is, this is going to be a, a battle simply because both of these teams are fighting for something. And the Lions, probably this might have been a game they could have let get away, but they, their performance in the last few games, they they can't take anything for granted now. There's mm-hmm. nothing. They can't take yep. anything for granted now. They they got to come out smashing to I mean, they today. Have I mean, I'm sorry, Monday and the next few games. They, they have to. I mean, to go up against the, they, the Ravens, no. They, can't they have the easiest right. schedule left in the NFC North, but they've proven well, apparently, the easiest schedule don't matter. mean they nothing. The Bucks and the Steelers, I mean, what, what does that mean? They cannot Man, take anything for granted at all. Or or Flacco 
and his boys will eat them alive. And and that's just Flacco so, will wow. do what he needs to do. He will. He when he, when he has to. When like he like bumps his head and he's like, Oh my god, they might take this money away. Like he gives he he'll do what he has to do. <laughs> Did you just say that? <laughs> Like, oh my well, God, they might take this money away. Yeah, they might want that money back. So I just, I, I, just, I really want Detroit. I, Detroit has to come. They got to come with it. Other than that, this almost looks like a, a runaway for for the Ravens. Nobody is trusting them right now. So the, the staff, the mentality, everything has to be different from Detroit for Detroit. Not just Monday night for the rest of the regular season, if they're going to stay atop of this divisional race. (laughs) Sorry. I thought y'all was going somewhere this year. I'm so... I'm sorry, Mary. (laughs) Okay, um, so moving right along. Moving right along. We've got Green Bay, who I had, and I put it all over everything last week, so weird being from Chicago and the Vikings fans. I was with the Packers fans last week, and I said, you know what? Let's sprinkle some Packer dust. I got a little faith in these boys. And even when I don't know. They they saved Aaron Rodgers' season last year because if they had lost, they would have shut Aaron Rodgers down. And literally that's the same thing going on today. If they win – yeah, Aaron Rodgers still has a season to come back. We to. might see a postseason Aaron Rodgers. Or not I even had... postseason. It, it's, there's a reason to bring him back, period, if they win. If they lose, it's just like, I why are we wasting our time? Fantastic. And and there were Packers fans, and they were tweeting me like, oh, this is a debacle, this looks a mess, sad faces. And I was like, no, there's still time on the clock. What forever do thou mean? And look what happened. There was a... Wow. Yeah. Just wow. Just wow. Okay, what happened? And so now they're sitting, of course, 6-6-1 six, six and one because them or the Vikings couldn't figure out how to win and got a tie, so... I mean, the Vikings yeah. should have went on, went on and let them win that game so it could be a three-way tie at the top. Vikings, Nobody Vikings could let anybody do anything. You have, you have to earn everything. They did blow that. But you still have to earn everything you get. Nobody is letting anybody. They should have gone and let them win. No. No. I just hate that they should yeah, take advantage of the situation. I coming out in your voice. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's, yes, you do. Nobody should let anyone do it. You earned it. Yeah. But, um, they shouldn't have let him win. They shouldn't have let him win. Because had, had, they, had the Packers played really good football and happened to beat the Vikings, not the Vikings let them win, then we would really think this race would be just a mess. What happened? Uh, you think it's not a mess now? No, I don't think it's – no. I don't because <laughs> – of the team we just In all honesty, about. you I don't believe the, the Packers are going to pull it out, in all honesty. I, you know what? Up until the opening drive of the Packers Bears game, yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, I did. 
I did. I yeah, a lot of Aaron people Rodgers thought that up until the opening drive of the Packers Bears game. I, I promise you, I did. I really. A lot I was of like, people did at that point. Are gonna come through. I mean, I would sit in meetings, and everyone would look at me. All those in the NFC North playoffs go through Green Bay. I was like, yes, okay, all right, I got it. Uh, I mean, but, I'm talking uh, about as of right now. Do you believe the Packers have a chance to pull it out? I am not going to put anything past the Packers. If they pull it out, I would not be shocked. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked one bit. What they? I, I would not. If they pulled it out, I would say they don't have. A, they should not have a chance to pull it out. If they pull it out, it means that the Bears and the Lions collapsed, which is very possible considering both possible, of those yeah. teams. Yeah. <laughs> considering it, both it of those possible. teams, that is very possible. But. Well, they the Cowboys, and um. <laughs> <laughs> we, we saw what can happen with the Cowboys last week. Man, oh man! But okay, we, there there are some things going. We have to be realistic about the Packers. I think we're just kind of you know on a little fluff because they pulled off last week's win. And I was happy, but I mean, they pulled off the matchup win. But to me, that's that's more shows you how bad the Falcons really are. Well, no, the Packers didn't show us how bad the Falcons really are. The, the, the Falcons every week show us how bad they really are. Poor babies. And this is really sad because they were, so, they, were, they were a pick to go to the Super Bowl. The whole reason were. your boy came back was just to play for a Super Bowl. They were. It, it just, Wow. This was like y'all brought me back for this. And but they, they literally just don't give up. Five games, six games in, he could have said, "Shoot, I'm retiring again." <laughs> That's not what you know. I mean, he he had a sense of, of loyalty, and yeah, I I did check them to go a lot further than you know. It's, it's football; it happens. Things happen. Injuries happen. Weird play calls hey, happen. Stephen Jackson was not the player they thought he was. Well, they probably should have had a conversation with the Rams first. I go real uh, the Rams was like, no, the Rams were thinking, oh my gosh, you're letting this happen. Yes, he's gone. Right, they, you know, they were probably you know, like, you're taking him. Okay, you bought into this. Okay, well, take this, take his locker. He left some shoes behind. I don't know what this key goes to. Take that with you. Like they were just like, just take the whole. Here, let me go find some other stuff that says Jackson. They kicked him out point, the door. <laughs> right. They was point, like, cool. Doctor should have been like, oh. well, maybe we should. Uh, Did we, we make the it. right decision? Was there anybody else that we could have picked? No. Okay. So um, was this but, the right decision? Are you sure about so, that? Was this the right decision? Well, yeah, well, barely not. At the end of the season, <laughs> no, right? Now, I'm just saying that's what. But the, I, but the you have to give the Packers credit thinking. for taking advantage. You you have to take it, you have to give the Packers credit for with everything that they're going through with the injuries, um, with with their star being out injured to take advantage of that. Yeah, the Bears sure took advantage of it when they had a chance to. Right. So, and those are things that I look at. Like when, when whether a team is playing for something or not, when you see an advantage and you can capitalize on it, and you can come away with the W, no matter how many people are hurt, no matter what your team is going through, you're just playing that hard. I, I had to 
to give them props, but they are going up against the Cowboys today. And, you know, I've been looking at the offensive comparison, and even right now, with the exception of points per game scored, they're, I mean, the Packers, even on offense still right now, weird, have a slight advantage over the Cowboys now on defense. It's it's the opposite. The Cowboys are playing much better defense than the Packers, so I don't exactly know what we're going to see today. I definitely don't want to see a lot of masculine safeties again. <laughs> I don't. I hope to not see a ton of three and outs again. It's like, oh my God, did you guys even have the ball for two minutes on Thanksgiving? I think they. I saw how many minutes were played in the game. I think they only played like thirty of them. <laughs> and I don't. I don't want them. I, I hope that they are still riding on cloud nine from the win that they just pulled off. And and I hope the the Packers understand they are still in this race. They still have something to play for. And we don't know if Tony Romo is going to melt down or not. Because, mm. like, in Chicago, he pulled, like, <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the, the Wicked Witch of the West move from the Wizard of Oz. Like, they threw snow on him and cold. He was like, I'm melting. Like, he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't get it. He didn't I know mean, what was, was going that on. Jim Jennings? It was like, dude, Somebody done? said it. Somebody said it. They said we won before the game even started because they looked shook by the weather. Oh no, that's uh, that was really well, no, they, came out, they came out like touchdown. Now what? And I'm gonna kick this field goal. And then and then it turns like eight o'clock in Chicago. And people, for those people who are not from here, who's never lived here, this is probably the weirdest weather you will ever experience. We've got like five states of seasons in one day, so it was probably. A really good temperature when the game kicked off, but then, like, when it turned 246 below zero an hour later, like we're used to, they were like, hold up. <laughs> no. Okay, I, I, I have to cut you off. Um, I'm on uh, on Facebook right now, mm-hmm. and the fact that you're bringing up the Bears is perfect timing. I'm looking okay. at a T-shirt. Is Lucas like the coolest T-shirt in the world? Um, uh-huh. Sons of Anarchy fans would love this. Uh, this is a it's a black and white T-shirt. It says Bears Nation on it, and in the look of the SOA uh, vest, it says Sons of Soldier Field is the top rocker. The mid rocker is the is is a is is, is the Grim um, Reaper. Are you like applying? This is your application for a Christmas gift or something? Uh, um, no, but I'm just saying this is a dope T-shirt. Now, well, you, if you someone decides from, they okay. want to, hey, hey, okay. hey, 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 we're talking about hey, Green Bay. No, we were talking about Dallas and how, and how Tony Robo did bad against the Bears, so I had to bring up a Bears thing. See, that's where I'm going to give you an all Bears shirt one day. I'm, I'm working and, on that. <laughs> that's what had happened. The Packers, was, Packers, and that's Dallas. My story who's going to win? Who's, who's going to win? <laughs> Packers. Cowboys, who's going to pull this out and why? The Packers are going to win. Packers are going to win. Yeah, uh, wait a minute. We're, 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 oh my gosh. The only thing saving the only thing saving the Cowboys is I think this is in Dallas. It is in Dallas. Yeah, the, uh, the Cowboys could not do two weeks of cold. 
They were like, uh, no, we're not The Packers might have brought some coal with them. Have you ever been to Lambeau Field? What, what, is, <laughs> what is going on in there? Like, every time I go there, I'm like, dude, I swear it was not this cold in the parking lot. Like, I just want to go back outside and watch the game. <laughs> I'm going to my car. Yeah, so they, you never know. But I, I think they can edge it. I think the Packers can honestly edge past that right one. So they got to play good, hard, no solid football. I think this is going to be a close game, actually. I think it's going to be a close game Um, because Eddie Lacy, I mean, the Cowboys are horrible at stopping the run, and Eddie Lacy's going to do what he does. Uh, The Cowboys have the the edge in the quarterback battle with Romo over Matt Flynn. Um, I think this is just going to be a good battle, not because you've got two great teams. You have two mediocre teams right now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers may not want to be associated with a team that's considered mediocre right now, but until he comes back, that's what the uh, that's what they are. Is very mediocre. They've they've gone what one and three or one and four since he's been gone. Yeah, and I mean it was it was a bit of a, a shock to they they really weren't ready for Aaron Rodgers to be injured and out like this. So they they were already hurting in several areas. So hopefully we will not ever see for the rest of the season, anything that we saw on Thanksgiving. I hope last week's win gave them enough of a push to come in and really do battle in Dallas today. So I'm going to once again ride with the Packers to slightly edge the Cowboys. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to say the full sentence. I'm just going to say oh Packers. My gosh. Okay. Well, yeah. You're uh, also okay. riding with the Packers, ladies and gentlemen. So we have to move on to the last team in the NFC North, and we've got about maybe 10 minutes to talk about them. Okay. Now, which part do we want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about that last two minutes and five seconds from last week or the fact that A.T. and Gerhardt are out this week? Well, that, last two minutes and five sec- that, that last two minutes and five seconds last week was ridiculous. It was hard for me. When people started hugging me, like, I'm so sorry, I – Wow. That, that was, it five touchdowns by both teams. I was ridiculous. Honestly, it was amazing. Like, just, just neither team would give up. Neither team gave up. But I had so many questions, and I was, like, blowing my own whistles, like, at the rest. Like, what, 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 what? Oh, here we go again. Like, I just, I don't know if it was, like, the snow factor. I don't, I... I was you you know there's a problem when you don't even see Leslie Frazier on the side chewing gum with that same look on his face. My man got into the game. Like he started yelling <laughs> like moving and I'm like, Oh, oh he's Oh, you done made Leslie man. Yeah, like how you do that? This is the most professional being on the if he could have threw the Gatorade jug, I, I, he he was I I just I was I couldn't believe it. But I was the last five minutes. I mean, to to have five touchdowns at the that was phenomenal in itself. But at the same time, if you're the defensive coordinator, that's that's really not all that hot because how come y'all couldn't stop nobody? No, we couldn't do that. Okay. 
But it was it was a very good battle. I enjoyed every minute of watching the Vikings do battle to the very end. And yes, they should have come away with the W. Hence the reason why Leslie Frazier got a call from the NFL about the play problems. I swear, I, I was watching the game. I was throwing flags, blowing whistles. I was like, no. Like, I, what? So, it, um, even, even when Adrian got hurt, I passed out for like 30 seconds. They revived me. But when he, you know, he got hurt, he got the update on that. But to have him and Gerhardt out this week, it's heartbreaking. Love what I saw from Matt Castle. This, this, it's like Matt Castle just went in like, you know what, to get anything that you guys have learned about a quarterback for the last, like, ten games, and we just going to do this my way, just follow my lead. And it was, like, working. It was working. There were no more tweets and, and, and messages about, hey, Jennings was open, Ponder. He was like, oh, Jennings is open. I mean, he was hitting Oh my God, Cordero, God bless you. Like he, he was Mac, Maddie, Matt Castle was the business last week. I couldn't. Nobody could argue with that. He did a great job, even with the injury to Adrian and Adrian having to leave the game, unable to return. They just couldn't outmuscle the Ravens, and I, I don't know what the refs saw for half a game. Uh, okay. I started drinking, uh, before, and I don't drink like that. I just gave up. Oh. <laughs> well, um, uh, I'm sorry to tell you, you're going to need a few more drinks today. I don't because even care. A- I, I know. Today, AP is not in the game. Gerhardt's not in the game. The guy, the running back that they, the, the backup running back, they have a third team running back, and they have another running back they signed off the practice squad just last night. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now, let's, let's just be honest. Right now, my favorite team is playing to finish the season. Of course, they play to win. So if they can pull off a W, they'll pull off a W. But at this point, it's week 15. There, there are so many things that have gone wrong. And well, I know I, that I'll be coaching for... staff needs to be gutted, like in the springtime when you put new balls down. Because I know that um, I, I'm rooting for uh, I'm rooting for the Vikings in week 17. Why are you rooting for the Vikings in week 17? Because they're playing the Lions in Week 17. That's because they're playing the Lions in Week 17. All right. Well, hopefully. (laughs) While this is Week 15. You won't have to. (laughs) Hopefully it might not even matter by then. But, um, so they're going up against Nick Foles, the great, in Minnesota. So, yes. See? and, and, And the Eagles... And all of their fans probably sent out a PSA thanking the Bears. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And they are now top their division. <laughs> so, yay for that. But I don't know what the Vikings are going to do today. I'm, I would not. I know they're going to come and they're going to play solid, hard-nosed football. I mean, Castle starting. They're still, I, I think they can actually shock us. But there's no bigger blow than hearing AP is not in the game, and then you don't have Gerhardt, who will muscle a down. I 
wow, like I another person that I enjoy watching in his position. So it's it's gonna be a little rough, but they've had a rough season. But I have an offensive and defensive coordinator issue. I just that has to stop. I don't know they eat fruity pebbles before I get I d I don't know. I I that has to stop. excuse me. That has to stop and while Christian Ponder is not the scum of the earth, though you can't tell that when he starts a game and Twitter and other chat rooms go live. He is not the scum of the earth. He is not the quarterback. Some people believe that he is, but he is definitely not the quarterback that um, the Vikings need. He he has to go. They, they've got to clear that if they they got to go get somebody for real. And and while they're doing that, they got to go get an offensive coordinator and then a defensive coordinator. I do not hate Les Frazier, but I won't say I'm 100% satisfied decisions. And, you, you need a new voice in the room. That's clear. I'm starting to feel about this situation, the way the Bears ended up like Lovey's last season when everybody was like, oh, you know what, Lovey? Okay, we had about enough of that. We a, a, a new voice. You need like about 10. Like, hey, no, they, they, they've got – there's a lot of talent on that team. There's just way too much talent on that team everywhere but – most of the secondary. But big ups to Xavier Rose. I would love for him to stay healthy because he is going to be a beast at his position. He just, just watching him as a rookie, that's you, just watching him as a rookie is, he, he's killing. We just got to keep him healthy. Like he's, I don't want him to start having those former Bears player Mike Brown issues where you're doing too much and you leave it all on the field and then you're hurt for like 10 games. I don't want to see that. I want him to play smart football. I definitely want him to play hard, but he's got to be smart about it. They need so much help at, at the safety position. It's it's unreal. So the Vikings have a lot to go get and a lot to get rid of and a lot to change. They're a very talented team. They just could not. They couldn't pull it together. You know, they 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 really the poor babies tried, but they they really couldn't. They couldn't pull it together and. That, that leadership, that coaching staff, just it just it did not help them get it done. If you, if you think if you think the the plays that are being called for the Lions are vanilla, then I don't even know what the call half of the, the things that I've seen being called for the Vikings. I just I'm even finally happy that they're able to stop another team from converting on third third downs like. Why is half of the defense about the same team that's been there for, oh, I don't know how many years playing together, and yet you open the season in the first five or six games? You can't even stop. Like, a, the teams were converting on the Vikings on third down plays, not not even for one or two yards. They weren't even getting any stops. They were going, like, 20-plus yards on them. They were running touchdowns. In. How? What, what you know? What is going on? So there's there's a lot in the off season that has to come together. But I I a do lot. not want Leslie. I I don't hate Leslie, but I have no words for the offensive and defensive coordinator at all. I I don't. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. That's about it. I, I, I don't even want to say see you next season. I just they got to change a lot of that going forward. And and the next two seasons are going to be they this team is really going to play like hard nosed football. I mean they're outside. 
so they they really the leadership the, the everything that we saw before we, we need that like I just sit here and I almost feel like just replaying films from 2009 with, with Brett. Like you, they really have to get that quarterback position well, together. Those the safeties that, that has to. They have I to mean, be, I don't know if it was you know. that said it. How would you react if Lovey Smith was the Bears head coach next season? I mean, was the Vikings head coach the next season? What? Yeah, how would you feel if uh, Lovey Smith was the Vikings head coach? I'm sorry, did you say Bill Cowher was making a comeback? Is that what I hear through my headphones? Oh, no. that's what you said. Oh, oh okay. Be one of those. Oh, okay. I was, okay. I was wondering. Wait a minute. Okay. Sorry, uh, okay. 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 I'll let you have that one. I'll let you have that one. Yeah, I don't – there is, is something that I, would, I really want to sit down and look through and dissect, but I do not hate Leslie, but I just – it's sort of like Lovey Smith's situation. All the elements around Lovey just made Lovey look even worse. It made him look worse than the actual coach that we know he's capable of being. The decisions that he made, the late decisions that he made, I swore I should have got a T-shirt that said Rex Grossman is our quarterback. And people were like, oh, my God, why? So And, and that's – Right where we are with, with the Vikings, like every time people see Christian Ponder's name come across as the starter, they just pass out. They start liking another team. I will never do that. I'm very diehard for my team, but it, there's so many questions. There, there's so many questions, and you just sometimes want to see. Though he is a complete class act, you do want to see the coach take control of the team and just be like, yes, no, this is not going to happen, this is going to happen, this is the way it is, this is how we're going, and as, as old people feel like he's been a little too soft. And, again, I don't the coordinators can kick rocks. And so can the safety. So it's a lot. So today's game, they're playing the Eagles. They're battling in the dome. Um, so I just signed out that Xavier Rose and Chris Cook are an actor for the Vikings. So, so the Eagles are going to win. And that's all I have to say for that. The the Eagles will win. I'll still be a Vikings fan for the rest. But that's about it. So, um, go Eagles. So our show has come to an end. I have to finish chatting with, you know, we're down to 30 seconds, and I've got tons of Bears fans still chatting with me. So we're definitely signing off this week as Cutler starts once again, and we will probably have another show just to talk about that outcome. So this is Cass, your host. That's Mike, your co-host. So tune in next Sunday when we talk about and week 15 on the NFC North and what's to come in week 16. Happy game day Sunday.